Welcome to the Progress Not Perfection podcast. I don't know about you, but I have spent way too many years trying to be perfect and holding myself back because I didn't feel good enough. But recently, I started to fully grasp what it means to receive the incredible gift of God's grace. Now I desire more than anything to be more like Him. As it says in 2 Corinthians 12 verse 9, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. If you've been feeling unfulfilled and weighted down by your past, but you know in your heart you have more to offer, you're in the right place. My name is Cherie Haynes, and each week I'll be sharing Bible verses and words of encouragement. You, my friend, are here for a reason, and I can't wait for you to begin letting your amazing light shine. Now, let's go ahead and jump into today's show. Hello, and welcome back to the Progress Not Perfection podcast. So before we get into today's episode, I want to read something to you and just see if this sounds familiar or see if you resonate with this at all, okay? We are so busy focusing on what is wrong in the world as evidenced by our complaints that we are perpetuating these problems. We are obsessed with what is wrong. We complain about anything and everything. And as a result, we keep focusing on our problems. Contrary to popular belief, complaining does not lead to solving our problems. Rather, it concretizes our challenges and justifies our inaction in doing anything to make things better. Currently, the world is obsessed with negativity. It is like a cloud that shrouds the sky, preventing us from seeing the light that would illuminate and resolve our challenges. So can you relate? I mean, I don't know about you, but I just feel like there is so much complaining going on in the world and I am the most guilty of all. And I was recently talking to my husband about this and, you know, I I think of myself as a pretty positive person, but I complain a lot more than I realized. And, you know, it doesn't make for a good environment for us to live in if I'm constantly nitpicking little things and complaining all the time. I mean, what good does that do? Honestly, maybe it makes you feel better for a second, but it, you know, doesn't do anything to improve relationships or, you know, make the world a better place. So I was recently, you know, kind of thinking about this on a walk and I remembered this book and this is um, an excerpt out of a complaint-free world, how to stop complaining and start enjoying the life you always wanted. And this is by Will Bowen. And so he came up with this 
21-day complaint-free challenge. And I um, started this a couple years ago and never finished. And so I thought, what better time than now to, to do this again, do it for real this time, and invite you to join me. I just think if we take an honest look at ourselves, we can find that we're probably a little bit more negative than we'd like to admit, right? So I'm going to share a little bit more of the book and the rules and kind of what all this challenge entails, but I'd like for us to start this November 1st because as you know, November is the month of Thanksgiving. November is a month that we should be focusing more on all the things we have to be grateful for. Not that we shouldn't do that every single day, but I feel like November, you know, it's just, um, it's a month that we do tend to focus on our gratitude more. And so what better time to quit complaining or start working on our complaining than now. So just to kind of um, give you a little bit more from the book, and then as I mentioned, I'll go over the rules. Will Bowen says, You've got to begin to treat your mind like a garden. In As a Man Thinketh, James Allen put it brilliantly, A man's mind may be likened to a garden which may be intelligently cultivated or allowed to run wild, but whether cultivated or neglected, it must and will bring forth. If no useful seeds are put into it, then an abundance of useless weed seeds will fall therein and will continue to produce their kind. Negative thoughts are seeds we plant in the world through complaining. They will produce. Therefore, guard your thoughts, protect them, shield them from the negativity of others and what some call, in quotes, news. And begin now to shift your comments from what is destructive to what is constructive. And after reading that, it just really reminded me of one of our previous verses of the week. If you remember, Philippians 4, 8. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. And if we start thinking about (laughs) these things that are honorable and right and pure and lovely, I think that we will, you know, as a, you know, as a side effect, we won't complain as much. So it just kind of ties that together. So Will goes on to say, Our thoughts create our lives and our words indicate what we are thinking. If you get nothing else from this book, this idea alone will transform your life. In every moment, you are creating your life with the thoughts you give primary attention to. He goes on to say, People fall along a great continuum of being positive or negative. Having spoken to tens of thousands of people around the world, I have not had one person yet come up and say to me, I'm the most negative person you will ever meet. It seems people have a blind spot as to when they are being pessimistic rather than optimistic. Their words may reveal this to others, but they don't hear it. They may gripe constantly. Prior to my completing the 21-day challenge, I was one of them. But most people, myself included, think they are positive, upbeat, 
optimistic and sanguine. And I don't know if you can relate, but I sure can. You know, I read all of these books, listen to audiobooks, listen to and watch my pastor's messages. You know, I I think I have a positive outlook on life, but then I start reflecting on the words coming out of my mouth and it doesn't always reflect that. And it's like, sometimes it's kind of hard to, <laughs> to, you know, take that in because we don't want to think that we're negative people, but you know, it's just sometimes we have to take a good hard look at ourselves if we want to improve. And as you know, our podcast is called Progress Not Perfection. And I just feel just from the bottom of my heart that this could make such a profound difference. You know, this could make... <laughs> You know, this could allow us to make so much progress in many areas of our life if we just stop complaining so much. So I will go on to read a little bit more about the rules so this all, this challenge makes more sense. But basically, um, if you go to their website, which I'll link for you in the show notes, um, it's a complaintfreeworld.org. They have some bracelets. And basically what you're doing is using this bracelet, um, and you're moving it from wrist to wrist every time you find yourself complaining. And you're essentially supposed to go 21 days without moving your bracelet. And it's it sounds easier than it is apparently. But um, basically you will, uh, number one, begin to wear the bracelet on either wrist. You are now on day one of your journey to 21 consecutive days. Two, when, not if, you catch yourself complaining, criticizing, gossiping, or being sarcastic, move the bracelet to the other wrist and start again. You are back on day one. Number three, stay with it. It typically takes four to eight months to reach 21 consecutive days. Yeah. (laughs) So it's not going to happen overnight. Um, But they say, why 21 days? Scientists believe that it takes approximately 21 days of consistent behavior for it to become habitual. Ironically, this is how long it takes for a chicken egg to hatch. Don't be discouraged. If you are honest with yourself, you will discover that it may take you days, weeks, even months to get to day two. Then you'll complain and be back on day one, but it won't take you nearly as long this time to get to day two, and your success will begin to compound itself, making it easier for you to stay with it. Now listen to this. Most people's complaint-free patterns look like this. Day one, Day one, day one, 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 day two. Back to day one, day one, day one, one, day two, day three, day four, day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, day one, etc. So again, it's it takes a while for us to rewire our brains to think more positively. And he shares his experience. I can't remember how many months. I think it, it took him around six months or so. But he admits like he thought it was going to be a breeze. And then he didn't realize how many times, you know, <laughs> even in the first hour, he was finding himself complaining and everything. So he goes on to say, you want want your life to improve, the surest and best tool is a complaint-free bracelet. But don't wait until it arrives. Put a rubber band on your wrist
wrist or a coin in your pocket. With every complaint, move the rubber band to the other wrist or switch the coin to another pocket. Here are some keys to success. Number one, switch your bracelet with every spoken complaint. Some people try to make this more difficult than it should be by switching their bracelet with every negative thought. Over time, your negative thoughts will lessen significantly, but move the bracelet only when you complain, criticize, gossip, or say something sarcastic aloud. Number two, always know what day you're on. People who are serious about becoming complaint-free always know I'm on day one or I'm on day 12. People who fail say things like, I think I'm on day eight, but I'm not sure. If you don't know what day you're on, you're not following this seriously. If you need help monitoring your progress, download our free computer widget. It will keep you on track. And when you reach 21 consecutive days without complaining, the widget erupts into animated fireworks to celebrate your achievement. Number three, don't be a bracelet cop. This is not about what other people are or are not doing. If you want to point out another person's complaint and tell that person to switch his or her bracelet, switch yours first. Number four, don't be clever. I've known people who try and circumvent the system by wearing a bracelet on both wrists so they don't have to switch. Or when they catch themselves complaining, they quickly complain again so as not to have to move the bracelet. I've even heard of people who, when they catch themselves complaining, say they will start again tomorrow and declare the rest of the day a free day. These little ploys, funny though, some of them may seem diminish rather than increase your likelihood of succeeding. He goes on to say, it's the act of moving the bracelet every time that plows furrows deep into your consciousness, making you aware of your behavior. When you recognize your complaints, you will begin to change. Oh, and there is nothing magic about our complaint-free bracelets. You can accomplish the same thing with a rubber band on your wrist or a coin in your pocket. The point is to physically move the rubber band to your other wrist or the coin to your other pocket every time you complain and begin anew at day one. So, um, you know, he shares obviously a lot more in the book. He shares examples. He kind of explains what phases you'll go through. And, um, you know, as we go along, I plan on sharing updates with you on my progress um, because I have a feeling maybe some of you will hold off and see how it's going with me before you decide to join. So I don't know for sure how often these will be, but I'll definitely do some updates, let you know kind of pitfalls and things to watch out for what I'm doing to, you know, start to make some progress. And I definitely really want to utilize our Facebook group. So I, um, I'll make sure I always link it for us in the show notes so that if you'd like to join, I think this could be a great way, uh, for us to hold each other accountable, share, you know, what we're learning and just help support each other. And I just would love to have you join the group. Um, sure. I'll be going live in there as well and giving more feedback that I might not even have on the podcast. And, you know, that's what it's all about is just that accountability, because if we want to change, change takes work. And this is, you know, something that is going to take a lot of work, but I feel like on the other side, we will be so much happier when we just start to focus more on all of the blessings instead of all of the negativity 
and we'll start to just, you know, appreciate the little things in, you know, people, in, you know, our environment, in our work, in everything, instead of focusing always on the negative. So I am really excited about this and I just hope and pray that you will join me in this challenge and who knows, you might beat me to the 21 day mark. Let's, let's make it fun challenge out of it. <laughs> See who can get there first. Um, let's plan on starting November 1st. I think it will be a great way to end the year. And obviously we probably won't hit the 21 day mark before the end of the year, but what better way to go into 2023 than to be a little bit more positive and, you know, start the year off. And hopefully shortly after beginning the year, we will complete this challenge and our whole perspective on life will be different. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank and praise you for this challenge. I know I'm so excited about this challenge and I just, I just pray that my friends will join me as well. If, you know, if they are considering it, please just give them that nudge and let them know we're all in this together. We're all going to support each other and we're all going to have such a great outcome and, and, you know, just realize how much you have blessed us and, you know, stop focusing so much on all the negative and things that are out of our control. So again, we thank you, Lord, and we can't wait to start this endeavor on November 1st. In your son's name we pray. Amen. I hope you love today's episode, friend. I pray it reminded you in some way that you have something amazing to offer the world, and it's time to start letting your beautiful light shine. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs this reminder? It would also mean the world to me if you would take 30 seconds for me and just leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you're actually enjoying the show. Plus, it warms my heart when I get to hear from you. I pray God's blessings on you the rest of the week, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. God bless.